red against the gathering dark. She tried to remember that she was a scholar and a sensible woman, that she had a purpose, and that the journey would hopefully have a reward. She tried very hard not to think about blood. Inside was better. It shouldn't have been. Now escape would be even more difficult. But the mind didn't always do the tricks one wished, responding instead to stupid cues like scent and sound. The courtyard of Castle McAllister was darker, colder and emptier than the streets of Lille or London, but it held stock and people, more of them in one place than Sophia had encountered for weeks. Even the odour of cattle and the shrieking of an angry infant sent subtle waves of reassurance to the base of her mind. Civilization, said Alice, echoing Sophia's thoughts, such as we'll get here. Be kind. Why, we're not speaking French or English, and none of them have Hebrew. It's certainly good I brought you along, said Sophia, shaking her head and smiling, since you know everything. I know if you're not inside before I've found a place for us, I'll come drag you in by the ear. If anything breaks, there's not as much point in us being here, said Sophia, retreading the steps of their old and comfortable argument. And it'll be harder getting home. If you freeze to death, of course, that will be much more helpful, said Alice. She followed Bayard into the great hall, while Sophia went to the stables with a few of the other travellers. Naturally, she didn't have the time or space to unpack completely, but she settled her packs as carefully as she could before handing her horse off to one of the men of the castle. Like most, a dark, bearded fellow in a draped length of red and blue plaid wool, who watched her with the distant curiosity she'd gotten at a dozen inns and cottages. At first, the scrutiny had made Sophia twitchy. Then she'd gotten used to it. They couldn't tell anything about her. She looked and dressed like any other woman. They just hadn't seen anyone new for months. She got the same kind of looks as she made her way back across the courtyard. Nobody stopped to stare. They had their duties, and it was cold out. But even in the dying light, she saw a few glances back and forth, and caught unfamiliar words that nonetheless had familiar tones. Who's that? Oh, she's with the traders. They've just come in. French, I think. Gossip was the same everywhere, as far as she could tell. Especially gossip in winter. That was another reassurance. Within the great hall, the smells were much better, objectively. Roast meat and fresh bread, oil from the torches on the walls, and smoke from the fire in the great hearth. Humanity was in there too, but the smell was not nearly as bad as it had been on the ship coming over, or even in some of the inns. The hall was a decent size, and perhaps thirty people sat at the table within, halfway through supper from the look of it. Lucky girl, said Bayard, slipping up by Sophia's side as she stood and wrestled with her damp cloak. You missed being presented. I thought he was hospitable. Sophia glanced up toward the high table, a place not very distinguished in this particular castle. A tall man with tawny hair sat at its head. Between the struggle with wool and the pages serving food, she couldn't make out any more. Wrong, McAllister. 
Lord Dougal, Douglas, however they pronounce it, hosted us last time and the times before, but he's not back from their damned war yet. This is Cahill, one of the sons. Oh. In theory, a son would work just as well for her purposes, at least if what she'd heard was correct. Bayard's voice was not promising, though. Doesn't he don't know? Didn't have much to do with him before. He's not any good mood now, though. I swear that. I see. Ah, don't worry over much, said Bayard, and patted her on the shoulder. He did say we could stay the night, and he's willing to talk with us tomorrow. I'd think he'd be in a much better mood for a prettier face than mine. Sophia reminded herself that Bayard meant well. The people around her seemed in decent spirits, at least. Not knowing the language, it seemed to happen far back in the throat, mostly.